0: Hello, and welcome to House Lights, the State News' arts and entertainment podcast. Today, we will be talking about Fiona Apple's new album, and we might also talk a little bit about other new music releases lately. So I am here with Mila Murray and Griffin Wiles, who both are fans of the album. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. Yeah, so let's talk about your guys' first initial thoughts on the album. You know, were you waiting for it to be released or was it something that you stumbled upon?
1: So I was waiting for it to be released. Um, I usually listen to all the singles that are released on Friday before albums and whatnot. But I got in my car, I drove away so I could just listen to it uninterrupted. And yeah, it was mind-blowing the first time I listened to it.
2: For me, I was not expecting it. I saw a lot of references to it on my Kate Bush fan groups that I'm on, on Facebook. Um, I saw somebody post about the reference she made to running up that hill on one of the tracks. So I was like, okay, I have to listen to this album. I did not listen to much of Fiona Apple before, you know, falling in love with this album. But yeah, my first impression was like, this is a modern masterpiece. It was a perfect album. I listened to it like so many times afterwards, but yeah, it was really good. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I was kind of anticipating it because of everything that was happening. It kind of like popped up for me though. I kind of forgot. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, it's like a little present. And I listened to it and yeah, I really loved it. Uh, I feel like it's one of those albums that like every single song is a good song that you don't want to skip and I just love those albums and I agree I think it's a modern masterpiece I think that no other artist could do something like this I think it's very unique and um, creative
2: yeah I think the timing of its release was really good like I feel like we all needed it in this puzzling time we're all in like it honestly replenished my soul
1: is the best way to describe it Yeah, I do think, like, the timing of it was really good, too, especially with the contents of the album and just, like, how it sounds. Like, it sounds like it should be out in the world during this time.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was reading, like, some stuff um, about it, just, like, some interviews and stuff she did, and I think it was Vanity Fair, um... You know, she talked about like every single meaning of each song. So I recommend looking at that because it's really cool to see, you know, what she was thinking about um, while writing every single song. And, you know, it's called Fetch the Bolt Cutters. And when I was reading that, I found out that that was actually like the last track she recorded Like, Mm -hmm. that was, you know, the title of the album, that's what it was going to be, but she didn't record that song until, like, the very end. So it's just, like, interesting stuff like that that you learn when you read about their interviews and stuff like that. It was really interesting.
2: Yeah, I think I read something, I read a lot of articles about, like, where she was walking through each track and talking about everything that went into it, and, like, just the kind of artist that she is is like she she puts so much care into every single track and i think that's very special like everything has a deeper meaning um and that just shows that what what kind of artist that she is and i i know it was like many years in the making too
1: yeah because her last album was released in 2012 mm-hmm. so it's been like 8 years since then and yeah like every single thing that she puts on an album like has like it represents something, so I think that's super cool because she makes art as music.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think she's a very good storyteller, and I I just look up to her music a lot because it is unique. Like even in this album, like it's so interesting to hear all of the elements that were put into it. Like some in some tracks, maybe like a few, especially in Fetch the Bolt Cutters, you hear like dogs barking in the background. It's just like something that you wouldn't normally hear in other people's music. And I just feel like everything is intentional. And even if it's not, even if she didn't want her dogs to like bark in the background, it's just like, it it's meaningful in a way. Like, it's cool. And yeah, I really respect it.
2: Yeah, it's a very freeing album. Like what you said, Griffin, like we really needed it at this time. Um, there was one thing that I read in one of the articles that I read about her, at least where she was walking through all of her tracks, where she talked about the, why she chose Fetch the Bolt Cutters as the title of the album. And she wrote, or she said, I know in the New Yorker piece, it says something like, what it's about to not being af- what it's about is not being afraid to speak, but it's more than that. It's about breaking out of whatever prison you've allowed yourself to live in, whether you built that prison for yourself or whether it was built around you and you just accepted it. The message in this whole record is just fetch the bolt cutters and get yourself out of the situation that you're in, whatever it is that you don't like
1: I do think that it does the album does good to represent that
2: mm-hmm. It does feel very freeing.
1: And especially, like, when she she accepted, like, an award for Best New Artist, like, around the time of her debut, and she said, like, this world is BS, like, be just who you are. And I think that she still carried that same kind of message mm-hmm. up and 20 years later. I think that's super cool, too.
0: Yeah. Do you guys have, like, a favorite track?
1: I love Cosmonauts. I could listen to that nonstop, 24-7, and still get so excited at the end when she's like, start it off, start it off. Like, oh, it just makes me feel so just out of this world.
2: I don't know. I have a different favorite each time I listen to it, which, I, Griffin, I think you said something like that, too. Like, honestly, I love every track, which I would say is not... It's When I listen through entire albums, it's not always easy for me to, like, absolutely love every single track. But with this album, that is the case. But I would say, like, Shamika was my favorite for a while. It's just fun. Mm -hmm. But the four that I would say really stand out, though, is, for me at least, is the first one. And then um, I Want You to Love Me, and then Fetch the Bolt Cutters. And then For Her and On I Go, I would say they all stand out to me as just being very powerful songs.
1: Mm -hmm. for her uh yeah for her is meaningful Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. for hers yeah it's very very meaningful that's one of my favorites as well but yeah I can't really pick one and like you guys said it probably changes a little bit you know each phase of the listening process I think when I first listened to it um like Mila said, like the first track, I Want You to Love Me, was my favorite. But yeah, it's once you like start listening to it more and you like pick up a certain line or lyric and you're like, wow, that really hit. <laughs> and I feel like that happens a lot in all of these songs.
2: Yeah, I would say the lyrics in I Want You to Love Me are, I, I would say that's my favorite song in terms of the songwriting. There's was one lyric that really stood out to me. It's like, but I know a sound is still a sound around no one. And then she wrote an entire, or I'm not sure if this was an interview or if she wrote this, but she wrote, you know, why she had that lyric in there. And it was about like how she was meditating for a while and just the different experiences she's had, like understanding nature of things and stuff like that. Like once again, like I said earlier, there's so much deep meaning in, in every single one of these tracks which makes me really
1: love it. Yeah, I think the lyrics are personal, but they're still accessible to everyone. So then, therefore, they become personal for everyone. And I think that's kind of the magic of it, too.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that one lyric that you mentioned, I think about that one a lot, too. I kind of think of...
2: That's profound.
0: It is profound. It's just like, I feel like she has a lot of references in her lyrics, too. And it's kind of like, I think about it like... You know, if no one's in a forest and a tree falls, does anyone hear it? You know, I think that's. Yeah,
2: and then um, she said something in this Vulture article that I'm uh, that I keep referring to. Um, she said exactly what you said. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? Yes, it does. Because a vibration happens whether or not you're there to hear it. I exist whether or not you see me. These things about me are true whether or not you acknowledge them. And I was like, that really spoke to me.
1: Mind-blowing. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I just love that I came across this album through a freaking Kate Bush Facebook fan posting group. Like, I really do. Like, I feel like with like you guys know a lot about Fiona Apple and her previous albums, uh, albums and stuff. And, like, I would not say I'm the same way. Like... I am a fan now. I'm a big fan now. But it's all thanks to my love for Kate Bush that I discovered
1: this. I remember before the album came out, I saw like a premature reviewer saying that it was kind of like the dreaming. And I was like, Fiona Apple's making a dreaming type album. But like listening to it, I can definitely see where it's coming from because the dreaming is kind of like so ahead of its time. Yeah. And just like, yeah, it's crazy.
2: No, seriously, like when I first listened to it, I was like, I bet you when The Dreaming, I literally thought of the album The Dreaming. I didn't see anything where people were comparing it, but I totally see that. Like, I bet this is how people felt when The Dreaming first came out in what, like 80 something or mm. yeah, sometime then. And just was like, yeah, this is definitely a masterpiece. This will go down in history as an amazing album. But yeah, you can really hear all of the, because K- I know Kate Bush is somebody that influenced her a lot. But I mean of course she's very different. But no, I'm thankful that I discovered her through that. But yeah. I do comparisons,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real. It's that album was so ahead of its time, and I feel like this is as well. Cause it's just something that I have never heard before, like even from fiona apple herself and i think i read this one quote in one of the articles i read and it was like this is something that fiona apple has never done before but it's something that only she could do
2: would you say this album stands out like would you say that it's different i would say yeah
1: very yeah because i would say her first three were very piano driven Mm -hmm. and i would say that The fourth one, the idler wheel, was still piano-driven, but there was, like, hints of percussion. But this one is so percussion and drum-heavy. It's, like, this is, like, a whole other ballpark for Fiona Apple Music, like, out of the park. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's so driven by percussion, this album is. Like, it's so evident. And just, like, again, like, all of the elements that are put into it... um are so cool and I feel like I hear a new thing every time I will listen to a track like if I listen to it with headphones in at night I'll be like that sound is so cool and I I guess I've never noticed it before
1: I notice in ladies every time I listen to ladies there's something new
0: (laughs) that's one of my favorite songs is ladies It's always stuck in my head and it's just like so powerful. I love it.
1: Mm -hmm. At one point, that was my favorite. And since some of the songs on the album are like five minutes or over five minutes, none of them seem like they're that long. Like they go by so fast and it's kind of sad that they can't last a little longer.
0: Yeah. Is there anything else both of you wanted to say about the album and stuff?
1: just go listen to it. Like you have to experience it yourself. I feel like this is an album that every single person should listen to and they'll be able to appreciate it for the art that it is.
2: Yeah. I mean, I listen to a lot of music and I would say this album is unlike, I don't know. It's extremely unique. I would say. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. I feel like for me, music has always been a huge, huge part of my life. It's how I, live every single day by playing music or writing music or listening to music performing music whatever and I feel like especially during this time like I've been listening to a lot of music you know while we're stuck at home for so long so I'm really happy that this album did come out because I've been listening to it I would say every day at one point of the day I listened to this album and it makes me feel better and it makes me feel empowered and I feel like I agree Griffin what Griffin said like you just need to listen to it for yourself like I had this album like all over my like Instagram stories and stuff and my roommate and friend she was like we were like playing cards one night and she's like let's listen to music and i was like yeah yeah let's listen to it she's like i know katie will like this and she turned it on and i was like oh my god you like you know this she's like yeah i haven't like i've only listened to like one song but i saw that you like had it all over your social media so i like downloaded it and i was like good choice you won't regret it
2: (laughs) The first when when I listened to it for the first time, I would not stop talking about it to my family. Like I got my sister obsessed with it too. Like it's so good. I am completely obsessed with it. It's gonna win many awards. It better. (laughs) It better.
0: Mm Hmm. Yeah. So I know that Griffin's kind of the music expert in a way. When it comes to, I feel like you always know what new releases are coming out, and I know that you'd, like, come back to the newsroom from, like, the record store and you, you know, would buy, like, you know, whatever CD was coming out and stuff. So I guess what new music releases are happening right now? What what are some other new albums that you've listened to?
1: Well, since quarantine started, Dua Lipa released her Future Nostalgia album, which pre- Bolt Cutters, I would say, is one of the best albums of the year. But since Vegetable Cutters, it's kind of the hierarchical structure is kind of messed up. But the Duel album is super good. It's a fun, dancey, like go out for a drive and listen to it, and you'll be singing along and dancing in the front seat. Like I can definitely see it in a post quarantine world being played at every club, every Bar just because it's so fun and I'm trying to think of the word, it's a good time, it's definitely just a good time to listen to. And then I have a list of like I keep a notes page of upcoming album releases that I want to tune into, and then I have ones that have already came out. So, St. Cloud by Waxahachie it's not country but it like borders on country it's more folky but it's good it's pleasant
2: I've been listening to Grimes' new album
1: (laughs) what are your thoughts on the new Grimes album because I have a couple I, I have a couple thoughts about the Grimes album
2: well I don't like it as much as her other albums but I do like a few songs a lot I like I adore you the last track a lot. Um, But I wouldn't say it's my favorite album. I watched this interview where she said that it was her favorite album, but I don't know. I I do like it though. I do. I've been upset lately.
1: (laughs) I think it's kind of like, I have to prepare myself to listen to it. Like, just like, it's such a heavy album. as opposed to like, Art Angels, which is yeah. super vibrant and fun, and Visions, which is a classic. But I feel like Misanthropocene. There, there's some good songs. I like yeah. Delete. Or,
2: I really like it, that song. No, some of those songs are really, really dark. I mean, the first one, the "So Heavy," I fell through the earth. Um, and dark side and a couple others. Like, literally, it's about the apocalypse, and it's sort of very, like, fitting also for the time we're in right now. But, yeah, it is a really heavy album.
1: It's yeah, it, very
2: different in that sense.
1: Mm-hmm. And I do like that there is, like, a recurring concept of, like, the new gods and the end of the world. Like, it is very fitting for quarantine times. Yeah. And it's still a good album. Like, I still... I can say that I like every song, but I don't love every song.
2: Yeah, I'm in the same, yeah, I'm the same way. But yeah, that, that's not necessarily too new of a release, because I think that was late February. But mm-hmm. I got to listening to it, like, a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Eve Toomer, does anyone know Eve Toomer? Mm-mm. Um, they are a experimental rock electronic artist, and they released "Heaven to a Tortured Mind," uh, the recent album earlier in April, and I think it is truly visionary. Hmm. Um, their other releases were more like more abstract avant garde. This one's a little more accessible. So if anyone is into, well. Like some of the tracks are super rock oriented. Some are like funk and soul. It's a really good album and it's very abrasive at times, but other times it's like you would hear the songs on the radio. So I do recommend Eve Toomer. Okay. have a new tortured mind. It's definitely not like an easy listen. Cause it's kind of bordering on a couple like noise rock and just noise in general. Sometimes, but still very good. Still has some of my favorite songs released this year on it. I've also been into a lot of the 1975. They are releasing an album in May, and they're like they've been releasing some good songs from this album.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard them. Yeah, I like the
1: 1975
0: too. Mhm. I also like Heim. Do you guys know them?
1: I do time. (laughs) yes.
0: Yeah, they're coming out with an album, but it's not coming out until August, but they just released a new single yesterday, and um, I think there are three singles out um, right now with the album, so they're really good, and I'm definitely looking forward to that album, Women in Music Part 3.
1: I do really like the steps. Me too. I think it is... Such a fun, just go crazy type song. No, go crazy in a time type sense, but
0: yeah, it's still good. I, would I have
2: say- to start listening to them because I saw them at Mopop in 2016, but I didn't get in. Yeah, and they were. it was a great performance. But, I mean, I've heard... One of the sisters on Vampire Weekend's new album.
1: Baby Bridgers is releasing her new album in June. Yes.
0: I'm looking forward to that one, too. I guess I just have to wait until the summer. But I love her. And Kyoto is like her newest single. That one I've listened to a lot. I think it's really good. I'm excited.
1: I am super excited. And it is because she's going to Mopop this summer. So it's going to be kind of, well, she's supposed to before this whole pandemic thing, but.
0: Yeah, it's good to see, like, I know that performances and stuff kind of canceled right now, but it's good to see that, you know, music is still really influential and we still get new music and, you know, things to look forward to when it comes to music. So that's that's a good thing, I think.
1: And I do really like that artists are... Like, I think a lot of artists are going on, like, insta-lives to do performances. Like, I'm glad that they're making their music accessible so it can be, like, everyone is going to a concert of theirs, even if they wouldn't be able to go to the real thing.
2: Yeah, I saw, I I don't remember which band it was, but somebody had a concert on Minecraft. (laughs) I don't remember which band. I'll have to look it up.
1: That's kind of iconic, a little bit
2: yeah I was that's interesting. That's mm-hmm. so funny
0: no it is it is really interesting like I know that we've always had like you know live performances on different talk shows and some artists performing their music and sharing it on social media. but I do have to agree and say that I feel like that's been happening way more and I feel like it is making it way more accessible to people who maybe couldn't afford a ticket to go to the concert and stuff like that. So it's really cool to get the opportunity to just see them perform like some just like in their houses and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's super cool that they're not just giving up on music because it's, um, We're in the middle of a pandemic. I think it's super awesome that people are still putting stuff out for the general public to listen to.
0: I guess we can wrap it up. Is there anything else anyone wants to say?
1: Stream vegetable cutters. Just do it. Just do it. Good for you.
0: You won't regret it.
1: (laughs) It will cure you. (laughs) There there is a curing property to it for sure.
2: I
0: agree. (laughs)
2: It saved me during finals week. Mm -hmm. Got me through it. Well, thank
0: you so much for being on this episode of House Lights, the last one, um, until next semester.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: I am honored to be on this episode.